right, everybody. Welcome to our latest edition of Behind the Lines. Yeah, I don't know what time it is where you are, but it's morning when we do this, so I have my coffee. Praise God. That's right. So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today, uh, but boy, I tell you what, it is, we're in February. Yes. And it feels like we just sat down to have Thanksgiving. It does, but just, just hang on a minute. Uh, it feels like spring outside. It does 65 today. 65 degrees yesterday. Uh, Maybe into 20s by the time we get out of this podcast. Who knows? It changes so fast. And you know what that means? Spring is good chance of severe weather. This is that time of year where we are. I know where we're uh, where we're battling a lot of that. So let me. It's a good time to remind everybody to make sure you update your contact information. Yes, very important. Uh, You want to explain why that's so important? Yeah. So we are really working hard to um, be better at our communications. Uh, We think we're good, but we can always be better. And we want to make sure that we can communicate to all of our members as quickly as possible. Uh, Text messaging seems to be a very, very key ingredient there. Uh, A lot of folks like to get texted. It's the fastest way to to put out information. So we would love to have your latest text or your latest cell phone number attached to your account so you can text outages to us and we can text communications back to you. You know, in in the environment we're in, everything's moving so fast. And let me paint a picture for you, for those of you that may not understand. Fort Canyon's been around for 85, almost 85 years. So in that time frame, we have some membership accounts that are 50 years old that don't have an updated phone number on them and that's just the way of the world how we communicate right um we want to get notices out to you during storms when you call in our computer can recognize the number you're calling from and associate an outage with where you live that's why it's so critical that we have your phone number we don't sell it to anybody else we don't use it for any other thing this is all to benefit you so we want to encourage you to give us your most up-to-date cell phone so we can get your records right in our automated system. That's right. And we can also, so if you don't want to call, you can now text outages yes, in I like that to one. our 800 number, and then we'll actually text you statuses back and tell you when your power's back on. And if your power's still out and we've got your number on file, you can text status to our yes. 800 number, and it will tell you, oh, you know, you're still out or doesn't look like you have a power out. Yeah, we're not going to bombard you with text messages. So, so I'm in a few group text messages where I have to just cut the notifications off because they get on. That's not us. And if you want more info, you can actually let us know, and we can sign you up on our software system for alerts, right? That's right. We can. High bill alerts, past due alerts. Uh, there may be a few others I'm not naming, John. That's right. Very but, informative. We can go a little deeper for those of you that would like to have a little more information on your bill. That's right. Um, so give us a call or go online and update your information. As often as you change cell phone numbers, let us know what that is so that we can help you. And, and you know, we saw in December one of the big reasons why – quick communication is so important very much so yeah you want to go and roll into that one uh so i know that 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 most of you were affected in december right christmas eve uh and the day before christmas eve christmas eve eve we had some rolling blackouts yeah let's back up just a little bit you know john has said and many of us have said at four county when your lights are out so are we so to paint the picture a little bit for those of you many of you recall it was christmas weekend and here at Four County, because Christmas Eve and Christmas Day fell on a Saturday and Sunday, we were actually closed Friday and Monday. So this all began that Friday, which was Christmas Eve Eve. Um, early that morning, uh, we were notified that due to capacity reasons at TVA, we would have to start rolling blackouts, which has never happened in the history of Four County or TVA. 
And it basically boils down to capacity issues at the generation level at TVA. And TVA is still investigating some of that, but the, the short version from what I'm hearing is the drastic change in wind and wind chill affected the plant's ability to stay operational. And they lost some load and it just impacted the whole system. Uh, it, when that happens, when you lose significant load and the ability to do that, there's a couple things TVA could do. They could go to the open market and buy power from somebody outside of TVA and they can try to get the plant up and running and we can start shedding load, which is what you saw Four County do. Now I wanna spell it out a little bit. Our contract with TVA, just like the rest of the contracts that LPCs have with TVA, when I say LPCs, that's other distributors, other co-ops, other municipalities in the Tennessee Valley footprint. There are 154 of us. Our agreement says that in, when this happens, we would roll blackouts. I mean, it, it's not a suggestion, it's a, it's a con contractual agreement. And the reason it's there is really to benefit us, as hard as it is to say that. If we had not done rolling blackouts on Christmas Eve, Eve or Christmas Eve, the whole system could have crashed and we would have been without power for an extended period of time. So as painful as 30 minutes are in segments, the way we did it is we rolled it out. You'd be without power for 30 minutes and then you wouldn't be, and you, you know, a few hours later, you'd be without power for 30 minutes. If we had not done that, the system would have crashed. Um, TVA's working on mitigating that in the future. My understanding is they came up with uh, 275 mitigation points that they could address in the first couple of weeks. A few more are on ongoing. Now, if you're a Four County member and you did not get your power cut out, there's a couple of reasons why, when I say cut out in the rolling blackout, because uh, we're not gonna cut power out in those extreme colds, okay? So I wanna put that out there. If you did not have uh, your power go off in the rolling blackouts, the reason would be there are predetermined circuits that serve nursing homes, hospitals, and schools. We did not cut those out, and that's part of our plan. Now, moving forward, our plan is gonna be a little more nimble, depending on what time of the day it is, whether it's a weekend or not. But this had never happened in the history of TVA or Four County, and you know, I'm biased, but I would say Four County's team, John Turner here, marketing, social media-wise, the engineers here at Four County, the linemen, did an excellent job of doing and maintaining something that they had never experienced before. So my hat's off to y'all. And, and members, I'm sorry if you experienced uh, some difficult times trying to cook for Christmas Eve, but it's something that had to be done at our level. Now, TVA's working on mitigating that at their level. So, and, and let's be clear too, this isn't a question of infrastructure. It wasn't failing infrastructure. What we experienced was kind of a, a what we always say the perfect storm but those extreme cold temperatures happened real fast tva had some problems with some generation that they own in other yes. words some of the plants that make electricity weren't doing their job yes and we couldn't go out on the open market like we usually do and buy extra power because most of the country was in that same situation and there was no extra power to buy at that correct point. Um, and not at the prices that anybody wanted to pay because yeah. then it was going to impact your electric bill. Yeah, the analogy I'd like to have is if you lean on your neighbor for some sugar, but they need the sugar for their own cake, they, they kept it, right? That's right. So that's the same thing. They, if TVA was leaning on some of their neighbors for power. Well, they were experiencing the same thing TVA was, and they had to hang on to that. So I think TVA is looking at the future. We've given some feedback. We're going to continue to give feedback to TVA. 
and hope help them mitigate this in the future. So if you have any questions or concerns on, on that, please reach out to us and let us know. And I do know that, that a couple of the major themes of questions that we saw on social media were, why don't you do this at a different time and not inconvenient to us? Well, we don't have a choice. Yeah. Right? That's that's when the electricity had to be shed. Well, and, and, and I think a good point to bring this up right now, John, is we only had minutes that's right. from the time we were notified to the time we had to start doing it. I mean, minutes. It wasn't like... We didn't get a phone call the night before that prepared us for it. And, you know, it, right or wrong, the weatherman said this was coming two weeks in advance, but we did not know that the system was in this kind of shape until minutes before we had to start rolling blackouts. So I, I want that to be known. So, And that brings us back to why we need your cell phone information, because the best way for us to be able to communicate to you all in that situation is by text. That's the quickest way to yes. get it out because when those blackouts start, people start calling the system and our, our phone system can only handle so many phone calls yes. at a time. And so again, then then that starts clogging up and people get frustrated, understandably so. So, you know, we try to lean on text messaging because that's the fastest way to get it out. And that goes back to, to the whole point of this, which is make sure we've got your up-to-date information. Yes. So in any extraordinary event we're able to communicate with you quickly. i would encourage you also if, if you don't have social media and facebook I, look I, I was a holdout i didn't get facebook for a long time but if you use it the right way it's a great tool that's one way i get a lot of information because y'all do such a great job john of rolling out stuff i mean y'all were out making messages on facebook before tva was and letting our members know what was going on so y'all did a great job with that Thank you. so for, for those of you members who don't have facebook um, it is another way you can get valid information. Just be aware there's a good a good way and a bad way to use some of that stuff. So if you're reserved on it, I would say try it. Um, we put a lot of information out there through social media. But, but John's always aware, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, John, but you have to communicate multiple ways to multiple people because our member owners are a vast array of ages and demographics and some people hear things different ways some people want it through the newsletter some people want it through text messages some people through social media so we try to reach out through all those ways and y'all do a great job of doing that but just listen to us uh we want to help you and we, and we would like your up-to-date cell phone number uh all right well switching gears a little bit we have said goodbye to a very long tenured and valuable yes. member of our team uh, Mr. Kenny Seitz has been a board member at Four County for, I believe, 33 years. He retired at the end of last year. And, Mr. Kenny, thank you for your years of service. Uh, you've been through a lot of seasons at Four County, made some impact at Four County, and uh, I've seen a lot of growth at Four County. Uh, but I'd also like to take this time to welcome our newest board member, Mr. Russell Dodds, also from Octibaha County. Uh, for those of you that know Russell Dodds, I think everybody would say he's a, he's a good man and he's going to make a great board member. So welcome aboard. Yeah, we've worked with Mr. Dodds for quite a while on the foundation board. Yes. He is one of our founding foundation board members. Yeah, it's hard to believe that board's been active for eight, eight years, years now. Eight years. Wow. And wow. he wow. has been, he was as engaged a board member that yes. I've ever seen. And so he should be a very good addition to the so, yes, county board. Both good men. Kenny Seitz, Russell Dodds, thank both of you for your service. Yes, sir. Uh, and so for elections for this year, uh, we've got our at-large seat, District 7, and our District 4 seat, Knoxby yes. County, up for candidacy. So um, we are accepting petitions for nomination at this time between now and March 31st yes. at noon. 
Uh, and if anyone's uh, interested on that process, of course, our information is available on the website. Everything's on our website. Uh, yeah. And, and we have a, have a brand new member portal. That's right. We have a brand new member portal, which will open up this month. Yes. So, um, and we'll talk a little bit more in depth about that next month, but sure. it's going to be a place for folks to go to get information on board all minutes things and member all related. things member related. So, and you'll use your same login for. Yes your payment portal as you will for your member portal so look for information about that coming up in the next today and in your bills and all kinds of places so awesome yep uh and then finally we can't not do one of these without talking about broadband all right so so let's you know i say this a lot and i hope i hope the employees feel the same way all the many things we do here at Fort County have such a positive impact on our communities you know i, I i've worked at other places before where maybe you don't feel that way but it's truthful, right? Uh, when you're restoring power to somebody during a storm, if you could be in the field with the guys when we're doing that, it's such a warm feeling to see somebody get lights on who hadn't had lights on due to tree damage and storm damage. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling with the foundation board to give back to entities that are all within our footprint through education, health and human services, and catastrophic intervention. I would challenge all of you, if, if you start asking questions about the Four County Foundation, you will know somebody that's been impacted in your, in your community. But what John's talking about on broadband, that's the th third leg of our stool. Everybody knows we recently got into broadband two years ago, and man, how far we've come in, in a short amount of time. I mean, two years ago, we were trying to weigh the decision of whether to get into it or not, two and a half years ago. Um, we set fiber on our first pole in October of 2020, and here we are, two years and a few handful of months later, and we're at 10,000 customers. That's right. Holy cow. I know. And what's nuts is when we put this thing together and we said, all right, we think we'll be finished with our main construction, just our construction, just putting fiber out, not hooking people up. We thought, okay, well, you know, aggressively, we'd be done by the end of 2024. Yes. We are just all over that aren't yes, we? yes sir look we're big on under promising and over delivering and i think you see we do that in everything we do mainline construction should be done summertime yes maybe early summertime uh so those of you who don't have it yet we are coming i think you've seen activity on mainline fiber uh we're having a community kickoff in yuna next week that's right monday night we're going there shortly after that we're gonna have a kickoff in south macon at that's macon right. So we're coming. Then after that is Ackerman, Sturgis, 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 Sturgis then Ackerman. Ackerman, and then where, and we'll be done. And we anticipate probably being able to, we'll be in, should be installing service to everyone in the service territory by, I would say, what, mid-fall? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the drops are going to take some time. And remember, be patient with this. If you have underground power, we're going to put it underground and follow the power. Underground takes a little more time. If you have specifications on your property you want us to meet, we need to know that. Yeah, and let me be clear. When I say that, I don't mean that everyone will be hooked up. What okay. I mean is that every one of our phases now will be open and we will be doing installations yes. in each one of those. It's still going to be some time before we can catch up. Uh, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, the demand is so great yes. that we are we're doing 700-plus installations a month. That is just astounding. Astounding. A very astounding. And so there is certainly, there is a limit. And we have two, 3,000 people in line in, yes. throughout that. So, and more coming every day. And look, I want to say thank you to the people who've been patient because I know there's been people who've been wanting and needing this for two years, ever since we announced we were getting into it. 
so so I think about the people in Ware and Ackerman and Sturgis and South Macon who are on the cusp of receiving this. I want to thank them for their patience. I just got hooked up last month, and I love it. it it's a great product. Look, I think everybody that I've ran into could be an advertising agent for Fastnet. I mean, it's just such a good product, and we provide such a good service. I'm glad we can do it. Case in point, we were at an event last night in Columbus, and I had two or three people come by and talk about what a difference it's already made to them. So it does feel good. If you're interested and you haven't contacted us yet about broadband, please do. Go online to www.4cfastnet. That's the number four letter C, fastnet.com, and Go to our check availability page and fill out the information. Let yep. us know. Or you can give us a call. But we are coming, and this thing's going to be done sooner than it you is. think. And I'd like, to, I'd like to ask a question from the audience. Um, we're member-owned. Y'all own us. I, I, I do feel like if you see the patch on our men's uniforms, we, we talk about honesty, integrity, and service. I think most people are satisfied with what they receive from us, but I'd love to hear from you. If there's something we can do better, something you think we might need to improve on please reach out to us because there's been one perfect person on the face of the earth that's not us but i think we do an excellent job at what we do let us know if we can do it better all right well i guess that wraps things up for february appreciate y'all listening and yep. we'll see you next time thank you john and a big thank you to the man behind the camera the wizard here david kilpatrick thank you for what you do god bless and y'all have a great day